welcome in. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is a, a new setting for us. and Well, I shouldn't say it's not a new setting. It's an old setting. It's actually the original. The OG. The original setting. Which I heard yeah. OG is not something you're supposed to say anymore. But what is? Uh, it, I think it usually means like the original. But I don't know what it means when you're not supposed to use it. So oh, duh, I've duh. been told. I, I, I'm, I'm like getting old to this point where it's like things like this are just like, well... This is this is why I've never been. Okay, cool. okay. So now you know how I feel when you guys look at me and go like, "Dad, you can't say that anymore." And I'm like, "It's a little, it's a little true." I know. You I can know, say I you know. can say what you can say whatever you want. No, you just, no, you can't. No, you can't say yeah, whatever you, you want. Can't. You get in I trouble. Mean, yeah, but all I'm saying is, it's it just changes so quickly, and no one can hardly keep up. I know. So, I mean, it I it does happen fast. And I go like, "What? Oh, we used to say we used to mean that. Is that what it means now? No, no. It means this, and you're like." Oh, yeah, I don't and you're a poor old human being canceled. Right. <laughs> yeah. that, that's how quickly it can you're go. Done. That's you're right. Done. So yeah. Well, welcome in. We are uh, we're in the living room of the uh, the father the father's household here, and uh, yeah, we're well, not in the dungeon. We're in yeah we're in the we're actually in the dining room. Yeah. So it might be a little echoey. You might hear some dog footsteps. You might hear some coffee cups. And um, the bell, the the chime going off. The chime. I thought about turning that off, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, it's it, a, it it's has an ambiance. It's a part of it. It adds character. And it was funny because like when we were doing some of the um, uh, the Zoom stuff during COVID, like I had several people that say like, oh, I love to hear your clock go off. Just go off. <laughs> like, oh, I keep forgetting about that. Well, it's weird because like, like I don't even hear it anymore. Like yeah. when it goes off, I don't even like, I don't even recognize it's going off. Yeah. It's just kind no, of an I ambient do. noise I, of honestly, the house. I love it. I, I really love it. And, it's, and so I have this little pet peeve. Um, which probably nobody knows about it because it's just I've just eaten it's just you it's just, just you just me but over the years I'm like so when I'm gone and someone's here like they don't they don't pull the weights up and keep it going so when I come home well, I, I've never done that in my life because I'm fearful of it like I don't I don't I look <laughs> at it and be like I shouldn't touch that thing I, I, I shouldn't touch it well it's I honestly it's one of my most cherished possessions other than the piano that's the thing that i love kind of the most yeah well, it's beautiful. I, think, I think i think mom could have it or take take it or leave it she's like ah, i don't care but i love it for for one thing it was it was our fifth year anniversary present wow and fifth year is your wood wooden year oh interesting i don't know if you if you knew that and the sixth year is your tupperware no, get out of here. <laughs> it's, not, Jeez. it's not Tupperware, but... Well, I know but they no, have so, those, like... So, and we, we, we purchased that out of a garage in our little village of Oftersheim. Okay. This old German fella who supposedly, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but he told us that he owned the, the, the um, patent on that particular um, huh. technology of, of clock. I've, I've been since told that no, you can get that anywhere, but I don't. I don't know if that's true either. But I do know you can see that, like those face that that kind of face. Yeah, I see, I've seen see some of these clocks around. Right, like, but he, this guy, told me that it was the 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 internal working that he owns that his grandfather created it years ago. Anyways, he he huh. would go into that. It wasn't a huge garage, but it was it was smaller than you would think for someone who's manufacturing or putting out these grandfather clocks. Hmm. But he sold them literally out of his... So you go and you pick out your case, and then you pick out what your weights wanted to look like, what your pendulum looked like. And so I've, we've, you know, we've had that 
now. So so fifth, we've had that for thirty four years. Yeah, no, it's been. I mean, ever I since it. I've been around, I love it. Now the only the only bad thing that happened to it was Todd was actually helping me move it into our um, our home on Tranquil mm. Avenue. And the the door somehow somehow we lost the the lock on the door the front door, and so it just swings open. And so I kept saying, "We got to really be careful, really be careful." And we we were, we picked it up, and Todd was helping me carry it. When I think we both really felt bad, but the door flung open like this and hit the ground, uh, and it broke the bevel glass on the on that door. Oh. So a good friend of mine who does um, I had to order the glass special, and then he does woodwork actually put the door back together for me and put it back on there. Interesting. Earl Newt's. Oh, yeah. Earl. Earl's. He's, he's come up a couple of times. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Earl. So, That's interesting. So, yeah. Well, so it I still is it, beautiful. It goes off um, and it shuts off at night and turns back on. Yeah, so. every every 15 minutes you'll hear. You, know, if, you, if you come song. into our house sometime, you'll see it because like, um, I know we've had it for a long time we, and we love it. I you'll hear it in about three minutes. Yeah. Go, go off here. Go off. Anyway. Anyway. 10.30. So Quint, Quinton's not here. Right. Quinton's in Maine. We, we talked about that last week. And so it's just Dad and I. Uh, so you get a little bit more of a um, probably less lighthearted discussion. I mean, probably. Yeah, Quentin brings in. So someone told me this week. I had two people come up and go, hey, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they said, no, we really, we really enjoy it. And, and they just said, like, one of the things that we like is that it just, I, I feel like I'm sitting right there in your home listening yeah. to you. And I go, like, that's, that's, that's the design of it. And, and then they just followed up with that. Quentin is so witty. He's so quick. Um, and I'm like, man, yeah, he is. He is. But he is I quick. Would say, I would say, from my standpoint, all three of you are um, very, very witty and quick. Um, and so, yeah. But, I, I mean, it's fun. And that's, we do get to enjoy that. And we do miss him. Yeah, right now, no, we, so. we really do. First of all, I mean, we have to do a lot of work now. Yes. He normally does all the recording. He does work. all the recording. He does all the editing. He and, does all uh, the now it's up to us. So we have you know stuff hooked up to my computer, and it's right. you know, we kind of don't know what we're doing. We we, we do kind have, of hope this works. To be honest, yeah, we do have coffee, um, which is which is always good. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a coffee fan and you have special coffee you want to send to us, we'd be glad to take it. You know, what we should do we should do a like a live episode one time. I don't know what that would look like. Like what now that COVID, now that COVID's done, like maybe um, get a camera and no, 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 like 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 have people come if they want to come. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just come and we hang can out. Do it and, or small or something. No, oh, there, goes, there, there goes the there clock. Goes, there goes. So it's uh, it's ten thirty. Each little addition to the song tells yeah. you about another fifteen minutes that's coming. Now I can change it to four other. Um, Variants of of the song. Oh, really? So this is the St. Michael's. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard the other ones. Yeah, it, there's some of them are like do 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 do, and it's just like mm, a little weird. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, and yeah, it's, this one has its own I'm little a, song. I'm a traditionalist, so I'm, I go with. <laughs> Go to the it's got a, it's a saint, so it's got to be yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I guess I'm supposed to give the life update. I you know it's really interesting. You know my family life since kind of getting back from vacation has been a little weird to be honest, because um, we we've had a couple things. Uh, number one, just kind of getting back into all the things that we missed on vacation. So it's been a little fast and furious. 
uh, with with work stuff. Um, but then my wife actually went out of town early this week. She had a, a friend who had a medical emergency, and uh, so she went to go see them. So I got to hang out with the kids Monday and Tuesday. That was a lot of fun, but it's exhausting, yeah. especially on a Monday and Tuesday when it's like Mondays you know, are bad. Well, they they can be. Mondays can be really bad. Uh, but, like, also, that's a day... Like, I don't take Mondays off because I, I want to get, like, right back into the groove. Yeah. Ready, ready for I've always done it the next week. Too. It just always. fits my whatever. And so... But I was kind of forced to take it off. And so now, you know, this is Friday. But I still feel like I'm I'm mad scrambling. And mm-hmm. Sunday's, Sunday's yeah. coming. And then yeah. Shiloh has a birthday party tomorrow. And uh, so that's going to be a, that's gonna be a fun full day. Now? Uh, he's gonna be five. He's gonna be five. It's crazy. So I saw one of his classmates, Liam. Last yeah, night. sure. What a cutie! What a cutie! They're all cuties at well, that age, no, man. No, well, but that particular class. So yeah. I was. I well, was there's a there's to, a lot to that class. I know. I was talking a lot to, the, to, to the, the mother, and we're just she was just like she's like, yeah, we're 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 looking forward to seeing what what God is going to do. I'm going like, yeah, do to them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's zero shortage of personality. Oh, each, my goodness. Each one of them. Oh, and there's a couple one. in there that you're like, th- that, that child may have two or three personalities tucked up yeah. into, that, into that child, yeah. of, of which my child might be one of those kids. Yeah. Um, but it's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun. So I'm excited. I'm excited for him. He's, he, he's the kind of kid, like Finn, you're like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he had one thing and only one right, thing he wanted right, to do. Right, right, right. Shiloh, like... Like, we still don't know. And I'm like, babe, let's just, like, wake up and ask him what he wants to do today. Right. And that's it. Like, you know, Finn has, has had his birthday planned out for a year. <laughs> Shiloh, like, it's been changing every day. And his cake, he wants a different cake every... Like, you say, what kind of cake do you want today? And, it, like, it'll totally change. Um, what do you think about that? I don't... We wake up and you say, what do you want to do today? Oh, my goodness. And okay. that's, I think that's the best way to go about okay. it. Because he doesn't, he doesn't care. Like, you could, you could say, right. we're getting you a, a Pokemon cake. And he'd be like, yeah. He would just think that it's, like, the best thing in the world. Yeah. You know, or if you woke up today and just would like, we're going to go do Mario cake. And, like, he would think this is the world's best thing. You know, or we can wake up today and say, for your birthday, we're going to go to McDonald's. Yeah. He'd be so excited. Finn, like, you have to... He would be really disappointed if you're like, we're going to go to Chick-fil-A today. And he's like, but I, I, I really had planned that we would go to McDonald's. Like, you know, like he would be really disappointed right, right, if it doesn't right, go right, according right. to his plan. I, I don't think Shiloh has plans. Like, eh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. That's, uh, that's tomorrow. But I think the... Well, Louisa, Louisa is another story. That girl, I watch her over the, over the vacation and I'm like... What in the world? She's an animal. Is going to go on with her? She's an animal, man. Like, what do you? What is it with you guys? With in your I don't kids? Know. I don't like, know. Oh. I don't know what we did. No, she's, I love it. I mean, I animal. love it. They're all so unique, and it's fun to watch. But yeah, yeah. So Shiloh's birthday. Which, by the way, this is this is kind of a, an interesting family dynamic update. So when when we were on vacation, um, and I don't know how much we shared this on the podcast, but there was this family that we met uh, at our pool, yep. at our local pool, and. Uh, they had two kids that are about the same age as my two oldest, uh, but they were both girls. And so, uh, and the, the, the oldest girl and her dad were like throwing the ball around in the pool. And like, that's stuff that like Finn and I do all the time. And like, we, we love doing it. So it was really cool that like, man, like both of our oldest kids were like actually, I mean, doing pretty athletic things in, in the pool. And it was really cool to kind of watch them. Well, eventually Finn and this girl 
ended up like throwing the ball back and forth to each other, and so they hit off like a great relationship, whatever. Emsley, Emsley, Emsley was her name, and and we we joked because like. Um, it was kind of like Finn had no awareness. Of uh, he had no idea what was going on. Any sort, like it was totally like romance. I mean, romance would be a weird thought to him at this point. Like totally new. Yeah. Emsley, I think, kind of maybe possibly had a little bit of something well, tucked she, in. I don't know. You can tell. Like, so I, I watched this one time where she, she, they went back and I think they got dinner or something like that, and they, they came, they came back and she had this hat on. And she had the sunglasses oh, on, oh, and she came out kind of looking around. She was looking for him. She was looking for him. Whereas, whereas Finn was just kind of like, you know, I, he, to him it was all like, hey, someone will throw the ball with right, me. Right, you know? right, <laughs> like, right. So like, like, no. And I, I, I joked around like, dude, like get her number like before you leave. And of course, you know, he doesn't get it. But, but I say all that to say. And, and there were several times throughout the week where like Nikki was out by the pool and Emsley would walk up to Nikki and be like, hey, is Finn able to play? And she's like, no, Finn's inside, whatever. Um, but then this was like two days ago, I think. Finn and I were driving in the car somewhere and he just randomly says, dad, I miss Emsley. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was really, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Is it, it's like seven year old? Like, is that too early to talk about this stuff? Like what? It was really strange. It was really strange, but it was, it was pretty cool. He's growing well, and up. The, and the younger daughter was more like Shiloh's right. age. And you know, of course Shiloh doesn't care. No, Shiloh doesn't, doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even know what's going on. Right. He's just going to have fun. He's doing just going to do it. If you want to run along, that's right. fine too. You're welcome so. to join in. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Finn Finn's growing up, and you know we saw this a little bit too. He he's trying out for a soccer club, and so that was a big deal to him. And he made the team, and he's excited about it. And so like we literally put it in front of him, and that's like it's our it's our first kind of big boy decision for him. Like we're willing to commit the the money and the time at least for a year. We're gonna try it for a year. It may yeah. be too much. We don't know, yeah. but we're gonna try it. And really, the thing was like, dude, like. We we want we want you to feel like this is your decision yeah. that you want to you want to do this and he does doesn't he totally and yeah. he I mean he was he was kind of like why are you asking me like this is a, like of course I want to do this and um, we I, I, we we just wanted to make sure he had like expectations because it is a little bit I mean he had to try out it's a daunting thing. yeah he had to try out and I don't, he had no awareness of that and he was <laughs> that's my phone he was the smallest kid like. And he's always kind of been the smallest kid, but he was, I mean, and that's my fear is like, he's the smallest kid. He's, he's pretty talented, but like he's small yeah. and that can be a thing eventually. So we'll see how that goes, but he's becoming kind of a, a bigger kid and it's all new to us. Yeah. So. No, it's, it's fun. Cool. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Girls, soccer. I know all this stuff is like, I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> too early. It's too early. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. It's it a is a lot of fun. That's my that's my that's my family life. That's cool. No, 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 no. That's cool. That's a it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing for us uh, as mom and dad to to watch you guys walk through this, and we remember it. And and I I'll just tell you, and I I say this all the time, and I'm sure some of the people kind of roll their eyes and go like, oh, here he goes again. But I'm like, it just goes by so fast. Yeah. It just it goes by so quickly, um, and yet. I would I would encourage um, young couples like this to embrace the moment. Just every moment like this, just embrace it. Because right now, it's very easy to get so so bent out of shape because they demand so much time, so much energy. 
Um, but I'm just telling you, there'll come a day where you're like, oh, I wish we had some time and energy for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. does take a lot of energy out of you. And we find we don't, we don't have the energy to, to keep yeah. up anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we're watching, you know, grandparents, our grand, you know, their, your grandparents, you know, kind of walk through this. And it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a constant change and the pace is quick. Yeah. It's a very quick pace. Yeah. So embrace every moment. Enjoy it all. It's a good word. Yeah, it's a good word. So, well, hey, we uh, have a topic, don't we? We we do. Yeah, actually, handed to me this morning by one Blake Charlton. Shout out to shout out to Blake, who's probably on his lawnmower right now. Well, actually, it's kind of raining. Now, yeah, it's so kind of raining right now. Maybe he's good. sought shelter. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty. It's a great topic because, like, in one sense, I feel like I've been there, and I was thinking about it as I was getting ready today. Like, I've. I've been there, but also I know other people who are there now. And the topic is kind of this idea of how do you disciple people or walk with people who are mad at Jesus? And um, that's a great question. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, like, again, I, I can say safely, like, I've been there at a couple points in my in my life needing to be discipled through that, through that time. And God arranged uh, wonderful people who are just patient and loving and kind uh, around me to be able to walk through with me in times where I felt like, you know, I didn't know if God was walking with me or was angry in the way that my walk was going, yeah. you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. And so, you know, really being on the other side of that in, in some ways, it, being able to like turn to other people who I know are, are frustrated and angry at God's providence or the way that life has just kind of worked out, or maybe they didn't have all these expectations of, what following Jesus would look like. And, yeah. you know, it's a lot harder than, than it seemed at the beginning. And now they're really struggling with anger or, or you know, just frustration or bitterness. Um, yeah, that's kind of the yeah, topic so, like so coincidentally, um, <laughs> providentially, uh, I'm actually in, in the text in Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 27, where the first 10 verses deal with um, the life of Judas. Mm, and yeah. it's, a, it's a very, very... Um, dark sets of verses it's mm. only, you know it's only really it's it's not even uh, it's like eight verses really it's it's verse three through ten mm. that really speaks directly but the context of 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 judas is the anger of the um as one as one commentary that i read says always he doesn't call them the the um chief priest and the, the pharisees and the elders he calls them the senior pastors, assistant pastors, and elders. Mm, yeah, because that's that's really kind of what, what they were. In that's the what church. they were yeah. in, in the in, church in that idea. day. Yeah. But they're the ones that that put Jesus through the first trial. There's there's, mm. there's two. Some would say three different trials that Jesus goes through. One is the church trial. The other one is the civic trial. Mm, yeah. And so this is kind of caught in between is Matthew's version of what happened with, with Judas. And um, if you remember at, the, at, the, at communion, the Lord's, the Lord's table, um, Jesus points to, basically points him out and says, this, you're, you're, going to, hmm. you're, you're going to betray me. And, um, and he goes, is it I? And he goes, like, well, you've said so. And that, that idea of you've said so comes up um, twice in Matthew's, in Matthew's version of the gospel. But all I'm saying is, here's a, here's a man, Judas, here's a man who walked with Jesus, saw everything that Jesus did for three and a half years, um, listened to Jesus' teaching, 
and yet when it came right down to it, had no relationship with Jesus, yeah. and was was angry at Jesus. So in this in this flow of things, there's these chief priests and uh, elders who who spit at Jesus' face once they condemn him, because actually. Um, Jesus says who he really is. And he quotes Daniel and says, I'm, I'm the one that Daniel was talking about. Mm. And so they call it blasphemy. And yet it's really true. That's who he is. Yeah. Um, but these senior pastors and assistant pastors and elders, of course, don't believe it. And they're filled with wrath. And the anger just spills out. So they spit in his face. Yeah. They slap him. You know, like so. Mm-hmm. So, if you do just a little study of what it means to spit in someone's face, like universally, it's accepted as it's a it's a it is a the regurgitation of an inward anger, an inward bitterness towards someone. So, in that same context, mm-hmm. is Judas's work, yeah. and it flows out of someone who is very angry at. First of all, he's angry at the religious system. Sure. And sure. he's angry at which is what Christ. the religious system produces, right? Yeah. And so, so it leaves him to suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very, very sad. It's very, very dark. Yeah. The way it ends, um, Matthew doesn't talk about it, but Peter actually comes around and talks about it in Acts chapter yeah. one, and yeah. in his 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 message um, at uh, at Pentecost. But it's it's very, very dark. And so I think I think when we when we talk about people who are mad at Jesus. There's a couple of, of things that I think underscore that and, and um, are, are foundational to that. One is, is someone's view of Jesus. Mm, yeah. So when it comes out to, to Judas, immediately you begin to see, um, because he comes back and, and eventually does say that, that Jesus is innocent. So yeah. he, he, it's almost like he comes to these senior pastors and elders and says to them, you know, this is innocent I, and I have sinned against innocent blood. Now, the thing of it is, is he doesn't He doesn't actually, yeah. He right. doesn't actually recognize Jesus as God. Yeah. So there's this wrong view yeah. of, of Jesus. And so this whole idea that we can be mad at Jesus is a revelation of who we think Jesus is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would go back to even like, I mean, the, the reason you're upset and angry is really because of a failed expectation yeah. for whatever reason mm-hmm. and uh, like a disappointment even. And so that's what kind of causes anger. Your, your expectations weren't met. And so if Jesus isn't fitting your expectations, it's not because Jesus has yeah. changed. It's really yeah. because you have failed to have a correct understanding of, of who he is. Now, like that, that is 100% true. But even even then, I know like sometimes like I, my first my first thought was like I went right to the Psalms because the Psalms like emotionally like whenever I think of like an emotional question like if somebody has an emotional question hey is this kind of emotion right in the Christian life and mm-hmm. experience right. or right. am I allowed to feel this way yeah. kind of question yeah. like am I allowed to be angry at God like I go right to the Psalms because you can pretty much find every kind of emotion there oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in the Psalms. Isn't it Luther that basically said the Psalms is the anatomy of the, of the human That sounds existence. like a very, that sounds that, like that a Lutheran, kind of thing. yeah, it's, sounds it's, like a Lutheran thing. taking it a bit by bit and the Psalms is revealing that. Yeah, no, totally. And I think like you'll find 
people who are angry at God yep. in the Psalms. And so I it, like in one sense, it's 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 okay, it's okay to be angry in that sense. Now I I should say like the the Judas side of things, like he actually never framed up his anger to Jesus in a way that was like repentant, if that makes sense. No, no, that's that's the problem. That's see, the issue. And, well, so here's the thing: number one, his own view of Jesus, but all the disciples wanted Jesus to be this immediate their own savior. way. Yeah. So so they 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 misunderstood the the you know the the Old Testament said there's going to come a one come come a redeemer and he's going to fix everything. Yeah. Basically, that's that's my interpretation of it. But but basically, he's going to fix everything. Yeah. Well, what they didn't understand is that was in two two comings. There were there, yeah. there were two separate comings. One is to save, the second one is to judge. Yeah. Um, and so they thought the first was 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 the last. Was, was the last. So um, and so they they got it completely mixed up, and they were very disappointed in him. And it finally took you know them really being broken, like like Peter. So Peter is right before in Matthew's version. Peter and his denial is right before this story of Judas. Yeah. So you've got this juxtaposed one against the other. Right. One who does but deny. But repents. Yeah. Like there's this sorrow that immediately um, was. It made a, it must have made a huge impression on Matthew because there's this immediate sorrow that Peter gives. There is no sorrow yeah. that Judas gives, other than there's a re- bit of remorse as to how this how it went out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, this, I think that that's what people pick up in Acts. A lot of people yeah. actually think that he repented. I actually, I just, I don't think he repented. No, I think, no, no, he never did. I think yeah. he actually just was like, I'm sorry, I got caught, and this is what happened. And yeah, and I don't like, I don't like the way this is going because Jesus right. is a pretty nice guy. Right. Yeah. Turns out I was kind of wrong about it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, right. yeah, I think there's like an anger that actually like, because we're limited people, right? We, we, like our expectations of God will always fall short because a lot of our expectations are fleshly and errant and yeah. and you know self self glory right self affirmation we we don't we don't have built in this understanding of all that Jesus is and all that he's come to do and right. so we're discovering this and as we discover who Jesus is we're realizing like oh he's not like i imagined him to be yeah. i thought life was going to work out this way it's not and and so we get frustrated and we get angry and even direct that at Jesus but i think what we see from the psalms is like it's angry towards Jesus in a way that's like, like reveal yourself, mm-hmm. show yourself, yeah. you know, like fix this. Yeah. Like, help, be like God. be God, come right. around again right. to me. You know, it's not like just, if I can say it this way, it's not just kind of like this middle finger as we drive by him on the road. Right. You know, it's, it's really this kind of like how, how a frustrated child would come to mom and dad and just say like, I don't understand this. Yeah. You know, like there's a reason and a drive towards that anger that actually like looks repentant. And yeah. that's the difference. I think we can call it like a, a journey in our faith. Yeah. In other words, totally, like it's totally. learning how faith works out in life. Yeah. Um, faith isn't um, like a bumper sticker or like a little badge that you put on and go, I have faith. And this is the this is the problem that every time I hear someone, people say, "Well, I have my faith." I want to go. Whoa! No, stop, stop! Stop! Right. Stop! 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 You you actually don't. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Your faith is is in your the object of your faith is in you rather than in the only one that can actually solve any yeah. of this. 
So, so we, what we have a problem with is our understanding of Jesus, but we also have a real problem in understanding how sin has so greatly affected us. Yeah. It's so blinded us. It's so limited our understanding of, of how life works. Yeah. And so we have these expectations that, frankly, we have created, we have made them up, and we have said it must go this way, and we attach our own willfulness to it. Yeah, yeah. And then that, and that's what drives it. And that's what drives that. it yeah. and fuels it. And it, we don't understand that that what where that takes us is, is where well, Judas yeah, ends right, up. Right. That's a, that's a the that's despair dangerous. is unbelievable. Yeah. And here's the deal with 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 Judas, he actually comes back, takes the money back to these to these senior pastors. You can have that. Like, and 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 when they look at him and they say, because he says, like, I confess, I've I've sinned against uh, against innocent blood, and they look at they look at him like, what is that to us? Yeah, doesn't matter, right? And and Judas is screaming on the inside. This it's everything it to should, us. Should matter because to you. <laughs> because you are the guys who can. Right. You are the guys who could actually retry this. Right. You are the guys who right. could actually fix this. Yeah. You are the guys that actually could go on my account. And give a sin offering for me yeah. in order to fix this in my own life. Yeah, and they just look at it and go, in that. they're not interested in that. They're yeah. going like, I can't. And they have no, um, uh, they have, they have, they have no bandwidth to 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 love him yeah. because they're so involved in self glory. Yeah, yeah. And and that's this is what self religion. Yeah, does. A, the religious system has no capacity to love. And there's no capacity to love. Doesn't and do then. They speak a word of condemnation to him. Hmm. You go do it yourself. You figure it out yourself. It's impossible. It's well, impossible. no, and it just it just leads him down the road to yeah. I can't. He can't. He do can't it. do it. Can't do it. And so what does he do? He goes out and hangs himself. Yeah. Because he goes to the people that he thinks should have the answer that should have stopped him in his sin. Yeah. And they heap yeah. more despair on him. And that's I think that's a that's a great like little tiny segue into. Like how how then do we help people? Because to be, to be honest, again, I I've been there, and it, in I one think sense, we've all been there. yeah, well, yeah, that's true. No, it really lost. is true. I, like I should say, like I've been there in a way that like it surprised me because no one's looking to be angry at God. Mm-hmm. Like no one no one sets out to be angry at God. It, it, like no Christian sets out like you know I just can't wait to wake up one day and just be really angry at <laughs> God. No way. I'm going to be angry at God. I'm going to see how this goes. No, I mean, like, but like circumstances can lead you there. And like, I think one of the, one of the ways that we can actually help people walk through this, like in a very clear way, I think obviously they need, they need a correct view of of Jesus. So Mm -hmm. how, how can we actually help them? Well, the only correct view of Jesus is Jesus on a cross for them. Yep. That's, that is the lens. That's the, that is the actual filter that must be cloud their view of Jesus if, if everything isn't run through Jesus's cross and blood for them yeah. then then they're not seeing it clearly yeah. they're not understanding yeah. and I think the way that we can functionally then apply that is we need to be reflective of God's love in a sac- self-sacrificial way and begin to love people where they're at yeah go to them and I think like I had a I had a church and a pastor that that did this to us. And again, we weren't we weren't looking to be angry at Jesus, but we also weren't looking to necessarily be loved back. And and this is like a, a church just very quietly, softly, yet intentionally. They just they served us, they loved us, they listened, they confronted, yeah. and then 
they just continue to said like we'll be with you we'll hang out with you we'll continue to like we believe in you it's okay yeah. like we see what god's doing uh and they were very patient and for two years they you know loved us back to jesus and and now it's like yeah, we're we're very very grateful and happy and have a gospel centered view of of Jesus and that yeah, took a long you, time. You know, when you're in that mess, <clears throat> there's a part of you that doesn't want to be loved. Yeah, right, right, right. Because you, you want to be validated. You in your, you your want view. well, you want what you feel like is leverage. Yeah. That that you're right and everybody everybody else, else is, wrong. is wrong. Yeah, you want that leverage yeah. because you feel like you're in control. Yeah, and there is something satisfying in your soul about that yeah. because it satisfies well, that. it's fleshly it's fleshly yeah. but it, but if you don't if, if you're not able to discern between that of the flesh and that of the spirit yeah. what you do is you you go like see i'm i i, I should feel this way yeah and um, and there is a sense to which by normal human way of of life and sin you should feel that way yeah because that was hurtful. Right. It, it did hurt. You were wrong. Yeah. And, and you were wrong. And you want to get it fixed. Yeah. But, 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 but you don't. So there's this yeah. inner battle of do I keep giving into the flesh or yeah. can I listen to the spirit? And the only thing then in your discipling that will help is being patient. Yep. Um, yeah. Learning how to speak truth in love. It's one of the most difficult things because you know that when you have an operation... They're going to take a, a knife to you, yeah. and it's going to hurt. There's going to be some pain. Yeah. And so when you're discipling, you realize that when you speak truth into someone's life, that there's going, they're going to feel some sting. They're going to feel, it's just like, like the vaccination. If you get the vaccination, you're going to feel a sting. And you're probably Although going to mine feel didn't really sting that, sting that bad. So. Oh, it, well, the soreness was there, and yeah, the 24 hours after that, we're you got from it. But my, but my point is, and this is not a, a comment on the vaccination, please please understand that. Nor is it not, not a comment on the vaccination. <laughs> but my point is, when you're walking through that, understand that the, disciple, that the person you're discipling will feel somewhat justified for feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. And what you've got to do, and if you're the one that's actually going through that, you've got to be very, very cautious at reading your own feelings. Yeah. And, that, and that's why Jesus on a cross for you is yeah. really, really important to yeah. know that you're like, your, your, your pain's not wasted, but also uh -huh. your, your pain, the, the justice has been met there. Yeah. Like you're, you're, all these things, you, you have to lump your pain, your hurt, the sense of injustice, like it all runs to the cross. And the mm -hmm. same thing that like, like rescues you and redeems you is the same thing that like justifies you. Because guess what? You've hurt people. Right. You have sinned against people. You've added hurt to other people. Yeah. And so the the thing that like heals you is the same thing that actually like keeps you from experience yeah. the justice that you deserve. All of it gets lumped into Jesus. And again, that's not to say that you know life shouldn't we we shouldn't pursue justice in this life. We absolutely should. Um, but like our hopes and dreams for that is going to be met the reality. Across. Yeah. And what's interesting is Matthew's version picks up on Peter's denial and Judas's denial and. and puts them in juxtaposition to each other. But in both scenarios, the momentum is Jesus is headed to the cross. Yeah. And right. these are the salvation for both of those things. Yeah. Totally. Is totally in yeah. Jesus going to the cross. And you don't see Jesus begrudgingly going to the cross. Yeah. Like he's not dragging his feet through this. He's actually going like, you're going to do this and this is going to happen, yeah. but I'm going to meet you in Galilee. That's yeah. what he tells Peter. He goes like, I'm going to lead you into Galilee. Yeah. 
where 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 gospel work really began in Galilee, yeah. um, and my kingdom work really began in Galilee. I mean, we're going to pick up, and it's going to fall on your shoulders to go do it. Yeah. So Jesus had already in mind the resurrection. He had already in mind in genuine salvation yeah. that he was bringing, and and so this is the momentum, and it's Matthew's momentum yeah. in, in writing his gospel, which brings sweet relief even to the darkest of moments. So, number one, if you're discipling someone. Keep at it. Yeah. Understand they're going to, when you prick them, they're going to jump. They're going to hurt a little bit. But keep at Hang them. around. That's Love right. them as people. Yeah. They are, that's who they are. Judas was a person. Yeah. And what those men needed to do was reach inside and find out who this person is and love him. They didn't. They yeah. had no time for the him system. as a person. Yeah. They wanted to save their system. Right. Peter was, was a person. Jesus comes back around. And what does he do? He loves him as a person. He takes how Peter thinks and how the passion that he has, and he spins it back into his own life, yeah. and Peter is healed. Now feed my sheep. Yeah, now feed my sheep. Now go do what do what you love doing. You yeah. know you love doing this. Go do it. Um, and that's where I would say to you, but if you're a person that's actually going through it, be very, very cautious of your own thinking. Yeah. Because you're not be in a good place. Be suspect of it. Be you're, suspect you're of it. You're not in a good place. Realize... And it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. Realize that Jesus... Yeah. Jesus still went to the cross for you. Yeah. And rest your heart in that. But then put yourself underneath someone who will speak truth to you, and even if it's painful. Yeah. And don't don't say, oh well, they, you know, they just they just are, you know, they just speak so so truthfully, like, oh, I can't really take it. No, take it. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. It's just like you would if you had cancer, you'd go to the doctor and you'd go through chemotherapy. Why? Because you need it. Yeah. And by the way, we have a, now we're going to get 11 dongs on this thing, 11 little chimes. So, so brace yourself. Yeah, well, let's well, yeah it's a good time yeah. to take a break and then we'll, uh, we'll come right back. Chimes are done, ready to roll on for another 15 minutes. Um, yeah, so Dad, you you have the final two segments here. You have both the, we've called it the what for, but it, but it's really the noteworthy section. Anything that you're imbibing in, uh, want to recommend anything from a book you're reading, a TV series you're watching, yeah. music you're listening, anything. Just give a shout out to something to the people. Uh, and then lead us home with a, with a good word from a devotional. I, I will, I will. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, so first of all, we, uh, um, we, we picked up on a documentary that we, we watched. That was, Ooh, I love a good documentary. So this was, this was just riveting. Um, it's called Muley, M-U-L-L-Y. M-U-L-L-Y. Okay. All right. And it's about a, um, a, a fella in Nairobi who has his... Um, family just leave him literally get up and leave him they're in such poverty and he begins to be a a person of the street and i don't want to tell the whole story but to make a long story short he he goes out and he gets hooked up with a, a, a lady who will let him work at his house and he gains enough money and he ends up 
starting a, a transportation business where he gets this old rickety Peugeot that, um, that's a French, it's a French car, car that's a van and he starts driving it and he just carries people into Nairobi and out of Nairobi and then before long he gets another one and another one and another one before long he has this huge transportation thing all over um, uh, Kenya hmm. and um, and then he realizes he makes he makes his, he's literally making millions of dollars hmm. and he realizes this is not good this is not what this is not what I should be doing and so he has he's married a woman he has like I think five kids and they're all really neat kids so they're, they're interviewing hmm. and they're and you're just like oh I'd like to get to know that person you know hmm. just, and they're but they're but they come from just a uh, just a really <clears throat> poverty stricken world and but their dad has made it and he's cared for people and, and you can see it hmm. he cares for people and then he does kind of bring God into it just a little bit and you don't know like is this a genuine gospel thing or whatever but there's something that transformed his life hmm. something that was and it's probably in, in Africa there's a lot of the, the Pentecostal movement there's also a lot of the um, health and welfare gospel sure, sure. so you don't know how much is mixed into that and frankly <clears throat> how much gospel does it take for someone to actually be born again? You know, this is where, yeah. you know, the, weird the, questions the about faith, that faith, you know, so, but you're sitting there, but anyway, he sells everything and, and he goes out and he begins to bring orphans in mm. and he has hundreds of orphans and he uses them and teaches them how to live life and how to go out and, and build gardens Hmm. And he, he does it so that he even goes and they plant trees and they plant watering systems in order to get these things. And hmm. um, this, so this was like, I think it ended in, I think it was like it was recorded in 2014, 2015, something okay. like that. So he, and he ends up, they, they have his 60th birthday, I think, or 70th birthday. Hmm. Anyways, I don't even know if he's still alive. But it is a phenomenal story. Is it on Netflix? Where's this? Where's this? Uh, Prime, Disney Plus. Prime, what is this? I think. Prime? I think it's Prime. Okay. I think it's Prime. But M U L L Y. Okay. Just, 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 just look that up and look the documentary on Mully. and everything is um, like Mully transportation and and Mully Mully Mully. Yeah, <laughs> Mully um, Children's Home or something like that. See. Something M CFM something like that, okay. but there's a and all of his kids become um, like like uh, directors of this and directors of that. Direct, so that literally, literally, there are eventually there's works all over Kenya mm. Mm. that that are are self perpetuating self. You know they, they 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 work they get their own money their own food and it's all done because of what. He instilled in their lives. That's awesome. And so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Really, really cool story. So you just and you just look and you go like, "Wow, what a mess!" And he goes in and and one of the things that you see is from dirtiness to cleanliness. Hmm. Like they, hmm. he says, you know, it's almost like he if he can't do anything else, he can teach them how to be clean. Hmm. You know, and you're just going like, "That's amazing." Yeah, that, it's that little, is, but it's it's, it's, it's a huge deal. Yeah, and they're all working, they're all pitching in, and they're all helping. And now some of them have gone to college, and now some of them are in mm. politics. Some of them are like lawyers. So they interviewed some awesome. folks at the end, and you're awesome. just going like, that is so cool. It's amazing. But, you know, and I hope I, I hope that it's because, ultimately, it's because of the gospel. In fact, they didn't really talk about the gospel. 
but they like he they show him reading his Bible hmm. stuff like that. So you're just going like, okay, well, what's that work here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. I mean stories like that are amazing because it, it does help you understand like some people are just built with these kind of massive capacities to yeah. do really really big things. Yeah. And uh, I marvel at that. I really do. I, you know, I don't feel like I'm a large capacity kind of person. And so I look at people who have that kind of large capacity to handle massive organizations. Like, I don't, like, I don't even know, like, like, I don't even know if I would want like millions of dollars because I'm, I'm yeah. not like a high capacity person. Like, like yeah. I, I, it would fill up my brain space and I, it would probably overwhelm me. I know that yeah, sounds it, ridiculous, no, but no, like, no, I, I get it. I get it. Like it's it would be over. I'd probably just stash it in a bank and like, live life fairly normally like what I'm living now I don't like I have enough to worry about right now yeah you know I gotta mow my yard yeah I gotta take care of my dog you know it's just raining now so that's that's good but I, I just think I just think it's wonderful to see um, I'd love to I would have loved to have heard him say this is because of Jesus um, and he kind of says a little bit like that but um, but the point is that Really, you you can you can change. Yeah. You can do. You, it, I mean, it takes work. Yeah. Like he, and it takes a lot of pain. Yeah, like this guy. Yeah. He's probably sacrificed. He, a lot. Yeah, he he took a lot of pain. Some of them walked away, mm. you know, mm. and, and this kind of stuff because it got hard. Yeah, and people didn't believe in him. Yeah, um, like like it shows us one area where they they desperately need water, mm. and he just says, "Dig here," and you're going like, "Oh, right," but they dig and they find water. And they dig and dig and dig. Like it took them a while, and they find water. And so you're just going like, oh, yeah. "That's weird." But, but God does. So, yeah, like some, God sometimes does stuff like that. So, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Man, anyway. That's awesome. Anyway, and and um, I just want to finish our time together this morning. Uh, out of Second Timothy, we're going through Second Timothy in our family Bible class, and um, I really appreciate the way Paul took care of his, his um, son in ministry, Timothy. And in 2 Timothy 2, um, there's, a, there's a lot that's going on. You, you know that Paul is ending his, his, his a career, if you want to call it that, his ministry. He knows his time is short. Yeah. And so he wants to invest in Timothy. And so one of the cool things about 2 Timothy is that, that Paul just zeroes in on key elements that he knows that young men in the ministry really, really need. And in particularly 2 Timothy 2, 2, first of all, they need good relationship. And so he says, you then, my son. Mm. Um, mm. And he reminded um, Paul, or he reminded Timothy of the relationship that's there. There's, there's you know, um, I've, I've always believed that there's three areas of discipleship that, that we need to take place. Number one, we, we need to have someone in our life that's being a Paul to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that means that we need to be a, a Timothy. So there's a there's a Paul relationship. There's a peer relationship, and I don't mean um, like Navy peer. I mean P E E R. So like a Bar Harbor peer. Yeah. So there's in other words, there's there, there, this, so there's a guy that's kind of running over you. There's a guy that's running alongside of you, and then there's a guy that you're running alongside. That you're running over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, but so I always, I'm always looking at that and I've, I have not had a, a lot of, um, Paul's in my life, yeah. at least, um, from a theological standpoint, sure. I would say probably the greatest Paul 
in my life, believe it or not, is my father-in-law, yeah. Buddy, yeah. Um, who's just kind of been there. And I just know he's there. And, I'm, and I'm, I, I, if, I, if I really need to discuss something, even though I, I know that probably the answer I get maybe not be what I really want, but what I get from him is that relationship, relationship is, is enough. Yeah. And, and, and I, think, I think there's a sense to which we need to be okay with that. And this is some of our expectations. Well, I need a Paul that looks like this. No. And I'm going like, you know, Timothy didn't get a chance to say how Paul was going to be. Yeah. And I think that's very, very important that we, we, in all three of these relationships, whether Paul, Peer, or Project, if you want to call it that, it's to keep the P's going, um, you know, mining our own P's and Q's there. Um, a, pl- a plant. These are, these are goober P's. A plant. Peas. These are goober P's. We're, we're helping them grow. Yeah. 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 A lot of goober P's. A lot of goober P's. But, but I, I really, really believe that... that um, you need to have a, a relationship. Like I, I've got some other good friends that um, have, have meant a lot to me that I know that if, if I need someone to talk to, I can, I can call and talk to him. Like I would say that with John Beckenauer. Like yeah. John, John has been a dear friend and he probably doesn't even know I think this necessarily. But um, I, I, I feel like I could just pick up the phone and say, John, let me, and he would say, just tell me. Yeah. And he would be that, not that I'm his son. He's, he's a little older than me, but these are guys that, that you just have this relationship with. But then um, someone that's running alongside of you, so you need, you need, a, you need a peer. You need, you need people that, that um, think like you do, that care for you mm. in, in this way. And those are fewer and far between, yeah. frankly. As a, I think n- not just as a pastor, but as a human being, unfortunately. And this is where the church needs to be the church. We can run alongside people. Yeah, that's why we're there. That, that we may not, never have this strong, intimate relationship. You know, some people want this. And, and I get it. That's right. But, you know, frankly, my strong relationships need to be with my wife and even with my own kids. So, so find that. Okay, but then, but you do have Jesus in common. And that's yeah, the important part. That is the important that's, part. That's all you need. And they need help not only verbally but visually how to live the Christian life. Yeah. So that's what And then, and then the, the, the relationship of... Plant or project or whatever you want to call it, so he 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 helps in that understanding. So there's that first relationship, but then there's the there's the um, like the, the the advice that he gives, and he says, "Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus." So there's two parts to this that I just found fascinating. I've been kind of munching on this one. In other words, there is a sense of strength that is that is needed in Timothy, but it also it it is it is needed to be spoken into him mm. in other words you're weak yeah. in these areas it's not an inside strength it's kind of right. from the outside yeah and and this mm. and and because mm. of this weakness the only place to find it is in the grace that's in christ jesus yeah. so so there's two parts to that one is the undeserved part yeah that's grace mm. you need to be firm in what you don't deserve yeah you, you need to understand that and then you need to be firm in what you'll get. Yeah, God has given freely. Yeah, from from, from Christ Jesus. Mm, yeah. Um, and so then he he capsulizes it with all the things that you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses. Entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. So then there is this waterfall effect yeah. that as you grow in your strength, both in knowing what you don't deserve and yet knowing what God has given to you through Christ, hmm. that. 
impacts the lives of those around you. Yeah. Let that flow out of you and into people, not just willy-nilly, not just everybody, yeah. but in particular, people who, who are reliable, yeah. people who are going to pick up that baton and run with it, yeah. and they will then be qualified because of what they've seen and heard in you. They too will, will, will and, and what is that? That you have gotten strength in the grace of Christ, and then you pour that into the lives of others, and that's that is the 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 um, foundation upon which not only more disciples are made, but more churches are made. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. Um, there's this combination that if you really believe in discipleship, you will plant churches. Yeah, that's right. And it, it must happen that way. Yeah, so. it's interesting because like there are you know, a couple of people that God's allowed me to to disciple. They'll ask like, and you get it because they'll, they'll be like, you know, like what, like I feel like I'll never pay this back, or like I feel like you know I should be doing something for you. Yeah, and it's like no, that, that's really not how discipleship works at all. Like mm-hmm. the the way that the, I mean, it's been given to me freely. Like the way that you you pay it back is like you pay it forward. Like, right. So somebody else is. You know, in your wake of yeah. your life, and and that's how you, that's how you pay it back, is you kind of pay it forward down to the next person who needs that discipleship, and that's the flow of it. Yeah, and one of the things, one of the things I would say to this is I was with an elderly man yesterday, and he was asking me because like he asked me like two months ago, he's like, hey, so you know how does how does it work that that discipleship work at Calvary? I hear you talking about it all the time. And I said, well, number one, it's organic. And what that means is it just flows out of your love for God and your love for yeah. people. I said, you should be growing in your understanding of what you don't deserve and what Christ has given you. And you should look at, see someone else's life and go, wow, that person needs yeah. to grow in the grace that's in yeah. Christ. And that is funny. It's like, it, it, that is, that's, that's somehow missed that like discipleship, it flows directly from faith in the gospel. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it's where it comes from. Right. If, if, you, if you are convinced that Jesus is the only way, that you don't deserve it, and yet you, somehow you've still gotten it, yeah. like if that reality is hitting your heart hard, then like I, I'm really not worried about you making disciples. It'll like, happen. It'll happen. That's so, the, so that's here's the, the deal. flow of Here's the deal. This is, this is so cool. So he, he tells me, he goes like, he says, so when you told me that, he says, I was kind of mad at you. Like, like just tell me what to do. And, and I'm going like, no, I, I said, stick around me long enough, you'll know I'm not going to tell you yeah. that because it's not a program. Yeah. I said, it's an earnest desire to love God and love people yeah. and it will flow out. And, I, and he goes like, well, let me tell you what's happened. He says, so um, one, of, one, of, one of the guys in our church, they started meeting on a Saturday morning for breakfast. And he says, so last time we met, he said, I, looked, I looked at the guy and I said, you know, let's, let's invite other guys. He says, so the next time we met, he said, there were six guys there. It's awesome. And some of them were from the church, but some of them were not from the church. And he says, so he says, I could tell that the other guy just didn't quite know what to do. He says, we had these six guys that were getting breakfast. And so he said, I just simply looked at him and goes like, well, what would Eric say? And he said, like, what? So he says, I, I just looked at him and go like, so let's just kind of go around the room and let's, let's ask, what is God doing in your life? Boom. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like that's, it. that's it. That's it. I said, that's not organic. rocket science. Right. And, and so he told about the story about this, this guy who had his son in prison. And he told the, the, the guy before he committed that crime, if you do this one more time, I'm going to disown you. Like, this is going to be the end. And now the guy's in prison. Mm-hmm. And um, he, the guy was telling that story. And this elderly gentleman said, um, it just broke my heart because, like, the person that should be giving input into the son's life yeah. is the father. Yeah. 
So he says, I just looked at him and said, like, I know you don't know me, but he says, I wonder if you ought to rethink your, your relationship with him and maybe you should go back to him and seek forgiveness and be the part of positive influence in your son's life. Yeah. He said, I didn't even, didn't even want to take it to the gospel because he says, I really don't know if this guy's born again or not. Yeah. And so I was just like, and he mm -hmm. says, you know what? He says, like, like three or four of the guys in the group were just in tears. Because they, because he did, he he realized that, and he he started crying, and he says we were all kind of a crying mess. But he says like, and I said like, so that's what it that's is. What's, that's what it's about. That's what it is. Right. I said, and and I said, let's be honest, you can't make that happen. No. No. I said you, you can't put that in a book somewhere. You couldn't have scripted that. Yeah, yeah. and that's the glory of this kind of this kind of work. Um, Paul's huge. I, I bet Paul, if we we talked to him, I think we Paul would say I, I can't script this yeah. either. And this is not a script. This is just a, this is how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's so, really, it's really true. Yeah. And I, I, I hope that if you're listening and you are attending a church that maybe, you know, it's a program, you've got, maybe you've got a WANA or you've got, you know, some kind of magic formula program like that. I just, I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with a WANA. I just think that sometimes those become the programs that we think are going to produce. Yeah something and rarely does it actually yeah. produce that. even even those programs need the organic life of simply believing the gospel mm -hmm. in, in other words like like that guy said like just tell me what to do like i actually think the first little sign of like you're beginning to catch a glimpse of this is like what if like what if i told you in in the gospel of jesus is this presentation that like really jesus doesn't want your contributions at all yeah. like like your your contributions have actually led to the mess. Yeah. Right. So like right. like Jesus like Jesus Jesus as it is finished means first you do nothing, yeah, and you trust that Jesus's work alone is good and that that like that's okay it's wonderful yeah. like let that good news flood your soul, and then whatever the motivation is out of that love, like I I'm fairly certain the Spirit will direct that towards yeah. your neighbor. And so like, hey, I've got nothing to do today because yep. Jesus has loved me so perfectly. So how can I help you? Like that's like, yeah. in, unless you realize that, if you're convinced that discipleship is something you must be doing to fill in the blank, like you're going to run into trouble. Yep. Like it's not, it, your, your motivation is going to run out of steam. There's some thunder. There is. I bet that even picked up on the audio. All right, is that is that good? That's it. Is man. that it? That's it. Man, I, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. super encouraging. A lot of discipleship stuff packed today. Quentin Quentin missed a good one. Uh, maybe we should disinvite Quentin all the time. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Quentin, you didn't hear that. No, I didn't say that. No, no, all right, next time Quentin will cool. be back. We'll get to hear great stories about him puking on whales. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> uh, eating some lobster and throwing that up because he learned yeah, he's he, allergic he, to he has it. Pictures of lobsters. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. It's it is, pretty amazing. They've been eating well. So. All right, we'll catch cool. you guys next time yeah. on the Sipe Thanks for joining us yeah. today. Thanks for coming.